Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Uh, Dubliner Edward O'Reilly is with me here on the show. Edward, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? Edward, um, uh, listen, bring us back to the very start of your story, the very beginning, um, and tell us about your surrogacy story, your surrogacy journey. Okay, so um, we'd spoken about surrogacy for a couple of years now. We, we've been together six years and we've been married now nearly two. Um, so March last year, 2021, we... We decided we'd look into it more. Um, we went online, we contacted a couple of agencies, and we weighed our options. We uh, basically spoke to a couple of people, and eventually we met one agency. I won't say the name, but we met an agency and who kept in contact with us over the coming months. And in August last year, we decided, you know what, let's do it. Um, there were still COVID restrictions back then, so it was October before we could fly out to Kenya. And we flew over there, we did everything that was needed, we samples and stuff. Um, we flew home and in March this year, I think it was, yeah, it was March this year, we mm-hmm. were told, okay, you're pregnant, the baby's are there. Um, so months followed, Luca and we were getting ourselves prepared and there was excitement and everything was yeah. going well. And um, the babies weren't supposed to be born until the 28th of October, which is the 28th of this month. But on the, the 31st of August, we got a phone call saying that, you know what, the girls are going to be born tomorrow. Um, at this point, we had no the Kenyan visas booked. We had no flights booked. You know, we, we didn't have our flights booked anyway because we didn't know the exact date. We mm. were given just a rough date. And had, um, you, sorry, had you, Edward, had you and your partner, had you intended to, to go over forward the birth or what was the plan initially? Uh, we we didn't we'd intended to go. We, we, we were supposed to be given an exact date in the coming weeks. Okay. And um, we we we'd intended to go maybe a week before the babies were, were going to be delivered. So we'd be, we'd be there for the birth. But um, it didn't work out that way. Um, so basically, it was Monday the fifth before we could fly out to Kenya. Uh, by the time we got our visas and stuff, and in uh, from the first to the fifth, we were told the babies. We're doing okay. They needed some, just needed some oxygen and some special baby food. And um, when we arrived here, it was late on Monday night. It was ten to twelve, and so it was the next morning. It was Tuesday before we could go see the babies. So we were picking up. We were so we were picked up by the agency, um, with the intention of going to see the babies. Mm. But before we were brought to see the babies, we were taken somewhere and asked for extra money. Okay, and this turned out to be sixteen thousand euros extra. Sixteen thousand, sixty, an additional sixteen thousand euros. An additional sixteen thousand euros. Okay. On top of what we already paid, we'd already paid for the full journey. So you in paid. Our head, we we up assumed front. everything was. Yeah, we paid. Well, not upfront. We paid in installments. Okay. Over the over them months, over them months, we paid in installments, and um, we we were we assumed everything was taken care of. You know, we went over there with. Three baby chairs, baby clothes, everything just to bring the girls home. We were we were assuming maybe a week or two in hospital, and then we took them home. And basically, we were taken that day anyway. Before we were brought to see the babies, we were told we'd have to pay an extra sixteen thousand euros. Now we hadn't got sixteen thousand euros just to hand over. We'd already we'd saved for this. We'd we'd, we'd planned it, and family members even helped us out. Mm. But 
Um, basically, we refused. To, we didn't refuse to pay. At that present moment, all I wanted to do was to go see the kids. Of course. Basically, yeah. you know I mean, that was the first thing in my mind. I was like, look, just take me to see my babies and we'll, we'll talk about this later. Um, when I refused to pay the money, I was like, I was asking questions about my documentation because this was all supposed to be included. I was like, where's my documentation? He was like, oh, it's asking me to pay extra money, but I have no documentation for the babies. Um, basically, then I was asked twelve hundred dollars uh, each because they convert the money to dollars over there, dollars each for a birth cert. Now this, uh, in my head, then alarm bells went went ringing. I was like, there's something going on here. Anyway, in the end, he took us up around nine o'clock in the morning. It was two o'clock in the day, and we still hadn't we still hadn't seen the babies. He dropped us off. We were dropped off on the side of the street in Nairobi when we refused to pay the extra money, not knowing even what hospital our babies were in. Um, so we then had to, you know, we had baby seats, um, luggage, suitcases, everything with us I at know. this point. Yeah. And we were dropped off on the side of the road. We didn't know where we were in the middle of Nairobi. And um, basically we, we walked to the nearest KFC, got some Wi-Fi, and we checked around and finally we found the hospital where our babies were. Uh, we went in and we seen the babies and to our dismay, there was tubes everywhere. We Now this was something we weren't told. We were told the babies were okay, they needed a little oxygen and needed some special baby food. There was tubes everywhere, our babies. We didn't even know if one of them was going to make it, to be honest. Anyway, in the coming weeks, we found out a lot of things that, look, we, we were mortified. The, the hospitals weren't paid, the, 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 the doctor wasn't paid, everything is done separately over there. You pay the doctor separately and the, the hospital separately. Nothing was paid, basically. Now this is all on us. Despite the SCA, you're still demanding an extra 16000 plus us to pay all the hospital bills. And we simply can't afford it. We've now had to leave the kids in Kenya. It's the hardest decision we ever had to make. And come back and try to raise the money so we can return and get the girls. And I don't, I don't know. I don't know what else to say, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Right now, the, the way I'm feeling, I'm just... Oh. You're heartbroken, It's horrifying. I'm terrified, to be honest. I'm terrified for my girls' safety. You know, like, come, come, get, when, when I was leaving that night, so I, I told them, I gave them a kiss each, I told them I love them and I'll be back. I don't know when I'm going to be back. I don't know when I'm going to be able to raise this money to go back and get my kids. I don't know. The, do- the, the, the initial documentation, I suppose, or the, uh, you know, for want of a better word, I suppose, contract or negotiation, the, the, the meeting that you had, I suppose, in the initial stages with the agency when you... Yeah. You, you paid the instalments. Um, yeah. Do you have any? Look, re- is there uh, any recourse, Edward? Or there's look uh, because uh, right now, look. Obviously, look. We should have done a little more research, and we didn't. We look. We're just so excited at the time to we're finally doing this, and we're going to be a family. You know what I mean? We, we'd spoken about it for so long. We, we there was documentation, of course, and and stuff, but uh, with, with this agency. I think really the only way we're going to get our kids safe out of Kenya is to pay these guys off. And it's, it's a hard thing to have to say that I have to pay somebody something that I've already paid them again. But I'm going to have to pay them off. It's the only way I'm going to get my kids home safe. And I really, really feel that. You know what I mean? And the, the Irish government, I pleaded with the embassy over there. I pleaded with them to help me. And they were told, that, I was told they can't intervene. They could help me out with some paperwork, but they can't intervene. So, so the, that, embassy, the, the, the Irish embassy... In Nairobi, there's, there's no there's one. To, yeah, so you've yeah, you've already yeah. been in touch with them. Oh, we've been in touch. We've been in touch regularly. We're also in touch. To be honest, when we're over there, we're in the situation. I emailed most of 
the senators and TDs in the country to get onto the DFA on my behalf. And they all did. But all I was told is, look, the DFA just told me they can't intervene, basically. They can't intervene on certain certain things. Now, in the paper this morning, there was something about Ukraine. I didn't mean it in that way. I meant that when when the war in Ukraine started, there was intent appearance and surrogates and stuff. And the Irish government did help them to get him out. I'm not saying my story is different. I'm a special case in any way. Look, me and my, I put my hands up. I got myself into the situation. I was the, I was the person who went to Ukraine. I was the person that did this. But the fact is, my three girls are there now. That's three other citizens. And I just need help to get them out. It's just, I'm, I'm terrified. I'm terrified something's going to happen when I'm not there. You know, I'm, I'm thousands of miles away. I'm crying myself to sleep every night. I just, I don't see another, I don't see a way over right now. When did you get back to Ireland, Edward? We came back on the 13th. Of this month, so you're, you're only this month. back really a week. I'm only back a week, yeah. yeah. Basically, I spent six weeks over there. You were six Look, weeks. It was six weeks of, of being in limbo. I didn't know what was happening. You know what I mean? And finally, I had to make a decision. It was the hardest decision ever, I ever had to make yeah. that I'm going to have to come home and try to sort it out because I would have been there till Christmas and still in the same situation if I stayed there. And that's the way I felt. I just, I don't know. So at the moment you're you're back home a week. Um, you're I'm obviously yeah you're in touch with the Department of Foreign Affairs. You're in touch, I'm sure, with anybody anybody that can. Um, look, I'm trying to get in touch with everybody that can help me. I've been in yeah. contact with radio stations, TV stations, the DFA, anyone that can help me. I'm trying to get in contact with them. But just look, I'm making a plea just to get my girls home. That's all I want. Uh, I understand. I put myself in the decision. I we we were the ones that did this, but. Right now, we need help. I don't. I don't see another way. I'm going to get my girls home. And the, the, you mentioned that um, the, there was money sought for uh, the birth certificates, and obviously the, the three birth certificates. And can you give give me an, an indication, if if you don't mind, um, Edward? Of, yeah. Like, what kind of money are you are you talking about now, that's now needed in total? Basically, well, sixteen thousand uh, dollars for the uh, extra for the agency. The hospital bill now is at around twelve thousand K dollars. And the doctor's bill is now at eleven thousand K dollars. You know, it's it's money that we don't have. It's it was it was money that we we, we, we starting the journey off, we assumed everything was covered in this because that's what we were told. We were told the reason surrogacy can be done so cheaply in Kenya is that medical thing medical bills are so cheaply everything is so cheap over there that they can do do it for this price. And that's what that's what we we assumed everything was covered. Everything was supposed to be covered with the money that we paid. But now we find out that none of this is covered. Well, it should be covered, but they're not covering it. Okay, so there's a there's an additional, basically forty thousand euro is 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 kind of the basically yeah the kind basically. of it's an incredible yeah. incredible basically. amount of money. You know, we we feel so guilty that we look, we're, we're responsible for bringing three kids into the world, and, and look, as soon as they come into the world, they're in this position. There's nothing we can do about it. What's the what do, do you did, um in the six weeks that you were over there, Edward? Did you did you get an opportunity? Like, did you get to go? Were you able to go into the hospital daily? Every day, every I was day, every yeah. day, every day. There wasn't a day we missed. Every day, and it was, it was heartbreaking. You go in every day, and you'd look at them, and then you come out, and you'd, you'd, you'd realize the situation you're in, and you'd feel guilty. You'd feel guilty going in. You'd feel guilty coming out. What's the girls' names, Edward? Briella. Camilla and Renesmee. 
And how were they doing, like, in the six weeks that you were there? How was their... Look, they've, they've come a long way. Yeah. They gained a lot of weight. They were severely premature. They were tiny when they were born. They're still, they're still very small, but from the... At the beginning, to be honest, I didn't even know if Camilla was going to make it. And... You can now they're 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 fighters they're they're fighting and, and now they're getting stronger every day and it's 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 heartbreaking to be away from them. You know, be thousands of miles away. Look, uh, look, if something happens, you can't be there. There's nothing you can do about it. It is heartbreaking, Edward, and I can you can I can hear it. You know when. Look, I'm trying to put back to tears. To be honest, I can't mm-hmm. I can't talk about them without crying. I know. But for your partner as well, and I'm, I'm sure for your entire, you know, extended family, like it's, it's a very difficult was, couple of weeks. It was the hardest thing I'd rather do was come back without them, you know, getting off the plane when everyone was expecting me to have three babies in my hands, like three birth certs. I mean, some documentation. Look, are, are there avenues open, do you think, to you? Any avenues left open Look, still? I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. We, we, we put a GoFundMe up. We've, we've, we're trying to raise the money some way, somehow. But uh, all we can do is, is try to keep fighting and tr- keep getting our story out there. So, Edward, what was the detail? Sorry, if, did you say you were fundraising the... The GoFundMe. Through GoFundMe. And it's just in, yeah, in, in your GoFundMe. own name, is it, in, in Edward O'Reilly? Yeah, Edward yeah. O'Reilly. So if you put a help getter, it's, if you put help getter baby song, It'll it'll come up if you type it in GoFundMe. It'll come up. And I suppose I'm sure you're thinking as well about like, you know, is there a, a, anything to guarantee? Even when you, if you you know when you do talk about the bills that the agency's saying have yet to be settled, like it's I suppose it's the guarantee about is. That's the problem. I I, I don't know. We're going to have to pay the money. That's the only in my head. The only way I'm thinking is that we're going to have to pay these guys off. We're going to have to pay the hospital bills. We're going to have to pay the medical bills before they're allowed to be discharged. So we can't even discharge them unless the bills are paid, the medical bills are paid. It's a heartbreaking mm. so, situation, Edward, and I, 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 I feel for you listening to you today and for your partner as well. Um, look, we can certainly make contact, you know, with the with the department, and I don't know, try and I don't find out, I suppose, what avenues might be there or might be open at all to you. But um, listen, we'll keep in. Keep in touch, Edward, and I, I hope, look, just mind yourself. You know, it's a terribly, terribly difficult couple couple of weeks for you and your partner with everything everything going on. Um, Edward, listen, thank you for joining us here in the programme today. That's Edward O'Reilly. Um, yeah, just absolutely incredible to, to listen to, to Edward and the situation that he's in. Fiona Duffy is a litigation and fertility solicitor, uh, a partner at Patrick um, O'Reilly Solicitors. Fiona, listen, I, I know that you can't comment on Edward's case specifically, but are issues with foreign surrogacy like this common? Um, obviously, yes, you're right. I can't comment on, on, on that. And I feel so sorry for him. It's a dreadful situation to find himself in. Um but um, no, that that would be uncommon. Um, I haven't come across a situation like that before. Um, and um, generally, um, I, I, I don't. Generally, foreign surrogacies or international surrogacies are, are governed by the, the, the law of the country where the surrogacy takes place, and there is an agreement signed between the agency, and then there's generally an agreement signed with the with the surrogate. 
Um, and but in this in this particular case, and I probably I probably shouldn't be commenting on it, but it seems that there is a financial issue here which has arisen, which hadn't been anticipated. So, um, and that's a completely different mm. thing. I know, and I appreciate, um, Fiona, that I, I appreciate that you can't comment on, on the individual case. But I suppose the current legislation around international surrogacy for Irish people, um, just can you briefly outline where that is at? Well, there's no legislation. Um, foreign surrogacy isn't regulated. Foreign surrogacy is regulated by the country that you go to. It's not regulated here. Um, and I suppose anybody thinking of going abroad for, for surrogacy, the first thing they have to, to decide is, uh, will they be a parent? Is there a genetic link between the man or one of the men and the child? And then how can you get the child home? Is, is, is the child going to be Irish? And that's going to be based on whether the genetic father is Irish or not. So they're the big criteria but then after that, you know, you're entering into agreements abroad. You need advice abroad to, to help you so that you can make sure that all of the terms of the agreement are, that you understand them, that they're complied with, and that, uh, you, that you don't end up in a situation where further sums that hadn't been anticipated um, are, are become payable. And, I mean, often what, what does happen is that those surrogacy agreements only cover the position up to the date the baby is born. And once the baby is born, then the baby is yours. The baby is your responsibility. And therefore, any costs um, associated with that mm. are costs that, that, that you would have to bear yourself. But it, 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 is, it is very difficult because, you know, there, there is a, a particular regime here for how you might get your child back. The, the Department of, of Justice did issue guidelines way back in 2012 as to how you could get the baby back to Ireland. Um, and they're, they're quite clear, those, those guidelines. And there is a, 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 an established route for getting mm. children back, back to Ireland. You know, when I ask about, we'll say, the current legislation or where that's at at the moment, there, is, there was certainly plans to amend yeah. the, the assisted human reproduction bill. Um, I suppose to kind of, my understanding of it at the time was to kind of create a bit of a, a pathway, you know, for parents of children born through international surrogacy, but... I think that is the... Well, sorry, I think it's the hope rather than that it might necessarily be the intention. The, I mean, the Special Oireachtas Committee that reported uh, earlier on this year, they were very much of the view that there should be a route to parentage for um, a, a people having children through surrogacy abroad. Um, but... Uh, it's not, and also, sorry, they also recommended that there should be a retrospective mm. Uh, mm. route there as well. Now, I don't know what has happened there. there I, I think there's possibly a lot of talk going on. I don't know whether the AHR bill will be amended to in, include provision for international surrogacy. I mean, obviously, that would be the ideal situation if, if that could happen. But it's, it's you know, and it's... It, you know, there are too many people already living in this country who have children through, to, to, too many children living yeah. in this country who've been born through surrogacy abroad. And I mean, even by legislating for domestic surrogacy, I think people will still go abroad. And so it obviously makes huge sense to have some form of uh, legislation and regu- uh, legislation here 
or a procedure or a route for obtaining Maybe, parentage yeah. um, in the case of a, a, an internationally just, international just, surrogacy. Just finally, Fiona, there's a couple of messages in from people who I think are at maybe, the, if you want to say, the very early stages um, or even mm-hmm. considering this journey. And I'm just interested in what's your advice for people or maybe a good starting point in terms of getting information? I, I, I think in terms of getting information, you know, you, you need to, A, you need to talk to a lawyer here because, because there are legal implications coming back. So you need to make sure that if you do go ahead and, have the journey, uh, and undertake the journey, that you will be able to establish a, a relationship with the child here and you will be able to get the child back. So that's, that's number one. You need to take advice in the country that you're going to. So you need a lawyer there who will advise you in relation to all of the agreements there. And I mean, it, when you think of it, Andrea, it, 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 it's a contract that you're entering into. You're coming to an agreement with somebody mm. to, to, to do certain, provide certain services to you and you're going to pay money to them. So it's, um, it, it just makes huge sense okay. that you would have advice there as well. Fiona, so that's where you need to start. Yeah, Fiona, listen, I appreciate um, your time here on the programme today. Fiona Duffy, their partner at uh, Patrick O'Reilly Solicitor. Um, Edward, to you as well. Listen, thank you for for joining us on the programme today. Just a huge outpouring of just well wishes and and people thinking actually of Edward and his partner and their three uh, babies in Kenya. If you've missed that interview, you can listen back. It's on uh, the News Talk app there. Just subscribe to Lunchtime Live. Stay with us. We'll be back in a few moments. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.